But right now, I'm delighted to be joined by my third guest of this evening, George Hooker, who is an amazing photographer. And we're going to hear all about his journey in just a brief moments. Can you hear me on the phone, George? Hi, Kira. How are you doing? It's such a pleasure to get to chat to you this evening. I've been checking out your work Lovely and I have to... It's pleasure. And honestly, I've been checking out your work and I have to say you have a beautiful, the way you, your perspective, and I always think it's so interesting. Every photographer is different and what they capture, they capture different elements. But I suppose for you, when it comes to photography, what perspective are you looking to get across, we'll say, when you're taking the photos? Well, I suppose I started taking photos. Um, I started really taking photos about 10 years ago. Um, uh, when I kind of switched to taking pictures on film and uh, I feel like I've been more led by the camera to places than me bringing a camera to places and taking pictures um, I think there's all kinds of uh, treasure, magic moments everywhere uh, and so it's hard to say exactly what I look for in photographs but it's definitely um kind of liminal expressions, like expressions between expressions when I'm taking pictures of people or uh, liminal moments when I'm taking pictures on the street. Um, and I really love also taking pictures on analog film because there's all kinds of um, unexpected uh, scratches or dust or or uh, colors uh, leading into each other. And uh, that element of uh, unpredictability and um, is really exciting to me. Absolutely. I know you get to work with some amazing people as well. And I know as well, to your story, you also were involved with Kino Film. I hope I'm saying that right. Kino, is it Kino or Kino? Kino Dublin, yeah. Kino Dublin. That was kind of my uh, kickstart uh, yes. to... Uh, filmmaking and also journalism, also photojournalism and then ultimately photography, fine art photography. But it all really started for me uh, in 2012 when I finished college and uh, Ireland was in the midst of the recession. There wasn't really much um, keeping people here at my age. Everybody was moving abroad. And um, I was very lucky to discover the Kino film movement. so basically Kino is an international film movement. There's groups in different cities all around the world. Uh, it started in Montreal in 1999. And the whole idea is this creative collaborative, um, making films together in 48 hours or 72 hours. Wow. Uh, from pitch to screening, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I came back, I went to Prague uh, on a whim having heard of this thing yeah. uh, absolutely made a film it wasn't a very good film but it was a film I came back to Ireland and uh, with myself and some of my friends started Kino Dublin and here we are now 10 years later and it's uh, still going strong I'm not organising it anymore there's some brilliant organisers have taken over and they're taking it to new heights but yeah we have our 10th year this year and they're going to be having a uh, what we call a Kino Cabaret, so like a nine-day filmmaking festival in Dublin in August, I believe. Jeez, that sounds amazing. And, you know, what an incredible journey. I always think with, no matter what profession anybody goes in through, um, there's such a journey involved with it and it'll always lead you in different twists and turns when you are following your passion and following what, you know, is you love and it's your, it's your creative um, inspiration, really. But I suppose for everybody listening in on the line, 
what were you, I suppose, growing up, were you always interested in photography or, again, was it something you just, did you study in college or, I suppose, yeah, what, what brought about your interest in photography? I guess um, initially, to be honest with you, it was I was afraid. My I was afraid of uh, losing my memory. I don't I don't know exactly why, but I was afraid of losing my memory. So, and I have a, I'm a very visual person. So when I take a photograph, this is why I initially started taking pictures. Wow. Um, maybe when I was like 15 or 16, because I was like, I'm gonna. I, every time I saw a photograph, I'd be brought right back to that moment, that place. Like, uh, the smell and all of the context that went with it and I, it was like a way of documenting my own life um, and that sort of that sort of grew and evolved into what is now my job my career is to, to tell stories through images whether they're moving images or still ones um, yeah they say that, isn't it? There, there's a saying, I think, isn't it? Film captures a thou- can say more than a thousand words and I think that really kind of sums up what you said but what an interesting um, thing that inspired you that 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 fear was not that's so interesting to me. Um, that's yeah. fascinating. That's really kind of struck me now. Like I think though, yeah. for many people, nostalgia, especially I know with weddings anyway as well. You know, it's always the photo albums they'll go back to, and you know, when people pass on as well, those photo albums are always dug up. So really, photos do capture that moment in time. I suppose currently now at yeah. the moment you're quite busy as well because I know the Palestine documentary is in development. Yeah, I'm actually calling you from the green room of um, Queen's University up in Belfast uh, in the film studio there. The Doc Ireland is on. And um, so myself uh, and Lisa Turnbull, who's producing a film with me about Palestinian circus, we're up here uh, currently having meetings, uh, looking for support and development funding for this. That'll be amazing. About uh, circus in the West Bank yeah wow and that all came from that all came from similarly from Kino it's uh, people that I met through Kino um, asked me to teach photography workshops in 2014 in a place called Janine in the West Bank and so uh, myself and my partner at the time we went over there for a few months and we were teaching um, one group of university students and one group of secondary school students how to take photos um and while there, I met some circus people, and yeah, like you said, it's a strange and winding path we take through life. But um, yeah, I love the concepts. I love the concept of the whole documentary. I think it's going to be absolutely incredible. I suppose is there any kind of other like future projects, maybe or ambitions that you kind of have going on that you can tell us about, or um, yeah, I guess. Um, well, this is the big one right now, but we, I do have a few other projects that are uh, kind of slowly getting into more development stages. Um, and I guess one of, the, one of the things I'm really focusing on now is um, I had my first solo photo exhibition a few months ago in the complex in Dublin at the um, arts uh, studios and venue. And this was a really special moment for me because suddenly I was seeing pictures that over the last 10 years uh, on a wall and uh, other people experiencing them in a way that I never really totally expected anybody to see these pictures. I was taking them for myself for the most part or just taking them because I had to because it was like drinking water or something. And so now I'm at a point where after... Having, having done that, I'm like, where am I going with this? Where am I going with my photos? Where am I going with um, 
what do I want to do next? So, yeah, I'm really at a point where I'm trying to evolve what I'm doing and get to uh, new work and uh, new ideas. And, uh, yeah, one of the beautiful things about photography as well is I get to meet all these people and uh, musicians and artists and circus clowns and all kinds of people and <laughs> photographs. And so, like, it's like, I, I'll tell you what, it's like having a... Uh, backstage path for life I may never be a rock star I may never be a BMX cycler but I can photograph them and that's that's as close as I, I that, that's that's close as I ever thought I'd get so it's pretty cool and you know what you're a part of it I always think as well um, when a photographer or a videographer is, is capturing something you're capturing the energy you're capturing the essence of what's happening and I think I think they're very very much so a part of it and where would we be without these amazing photographers I suppose when we look about it from the perspective of maybe music album covers or movies like it's all in the images yeah yeah we live in a very visual time you know um, and uh yeah, so it's exciting to be part of it. I sometimes wonder what I look like from a third point, from an outside point of view when I'm taking photos, especially if it's something like a play, because I'm or or anything really, because I'm there. It's it's almost like a dance or something, you know. I, I use uh, what's called prime lenses, so you can't zoom in and out on those kind of lenses, which means I'm often rushing in forward to get the shot and then rushing back out and then. Uh, so yeah, I guess it is a, there's a little bit of performance in it. It's an unintentional performance, but yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Now I ask this question to everybody and I never seem to get the same answer, but I'm going to ask you as well. Tell us, where does inspiration come from? Or where, or what inspires you? What inspires me? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I am inspired by... I think I'm inspired by two things mainly. One being the natural world, which I just think is infinitely beautiful, incredible, awesome, and um, inspiring. Uh, and then the second thing is the kind of absurdity of of humans, of people, like uh, of the way we behave and the things that we, the way we we move through life. I I find people infinitely. Uh, inspiring and interesting and uh, I think once you, if you take a little step back and look at the way we move through life it's totally bizarre and it's just I, 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 I photographed that for the rest of my life that in nature maybe as well we are part of nature so I guess I guess the, the two are the same I love that. It's funny you touched on things like everything is so different. I think as well, you never like, I don't know if you do this, like you ever people watch if you're in a park or you're having a coffee or something, you're sitting back like no two people seem to walk the same. No. <laughs> I say you've come across that when you're videoing or, or taking photographs. Everyone has a different stand or. Yeah, yeah. I love watching people as they're walking. I love watching the way people's hands move when they're walking. If you ever next time that you're people watching just just watch the way their hands move, swing differently as they walk along it's a, it's a little detail but it's, it, it, it's fascinating it's fascinating well do you know what it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you on the line this evening I suppose for everybody uh, listening in on the line I'm sure there's many curious how can they follow you watch your journey and stay up to date with everything that George is doing uh, so you can find me on Instagram um, my handle is at George underscore hooker so it's like George Hook, but with ER at the end, which makes all the difference. 
and uh, yeah so George underscore hooker I'm on Instagram I'm also on Twitter I guess but not very actively so yeah Instagram find me on Instagram Awesome, awesome. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you on the line. Again, such a passionate individual. Um, I'm super excited to keep up to date with what you're getting up to. Um, best of luck with the amazing documentary. It sounds incredible. Thank you so much, Kira, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. Lovely, and enjoy the sunny evening. Take care. I will indeed. Take care. Thank you. And that's all we have time for today. But thank you so much for tuning in to Inspired Lives this evening. 